Today's show is brought to you by Thompson Cigar Company. Whether you're new to the hobby of cigars or a longtime aficionado, Thompson Cigar Company has a solution to all of your smoke needs. Since the day they were founded in 1915, making them the oldest mail-order cigar company in the country, they've always been devoted to delivering a massive selection of products covering all price ranges and tastes at a fraction of what a comparable brand would cost. To ensure that your cigars are always fresh and full of flavor, Thompson Cigar Company operates out of the largest inventory humidor in the United States. They also have over 200 trained professionals on hand and ready to provide personalized customer service and can answer any question you could ever have about cigars. Plus, because you listen to our podcasts here at Channel 4.5, we have an exclusive offer that will save you money. Click a link in the description of our show to receive one of three offers. One, purchase any cigars in their special cigar collection and your entire order ships free. Two, receive free shipping on any order over $99. Or number three, save up to 73% when you purchase a five-pack of Fever Cigars. Shop Thompson Cigar to save money and support this show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the People Persons Paper Podcast. My name is Hilton Price, and with me is my good friend, Brian Sittler. Thank you, Hilton. This is an honor to be here. Thanks for inviting me to do this. And we do have a guest for our first episode, uh, Mr. Michael Zampino. What up? I like that you nailed the name right out of the gate. You, you have, you I've been practicing the hell out of that. It's, fu- it's fucking mm-hmm. tricky. It's tr- quadruple P's, mm-hmm. first of all. Yeah. And it's it's tricky because you're adding in a word that wasn't in the thing that you memorized the first time. If if you if you it's uh, tricky. If you're listening to us, I I'm I'm 100 convinced you know exactly where that comes from. That is from we, an episode of the hit NBC television show The Office. We really hope you know what it, where it comes from. Right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you're here, you probably do. And that's what we're going to be talking about here on the show is that fantastic program that I just enjoy the hell out of. Ditto. It's yeah. a good show. <laughs> Great show. It's a good. <laughs> I it's very near and dear to my heart. Starring, of course, Steve Carell, and then a host of fantastic actors and actresses that really just become not only great characters in the show itself, but really just endearing characters to the viewers, which is mm-hmm. why the show has had such uh, it had a, a longevity with its, mm-hmm. what, nine-season run, mm-hmm. and um, won people over just with by, by having that sort of relatable situations, uh, because even when it was launched... It was in that documentary style. and Mockumentary, yeah. Mockumentary, thank you. And it more yeah. or less kept it through the whole run of the show, but it really played that up in the early years. Yeah, well, I mean, and we can't ignore that it was, you know, this is, of course, the American version of the U.K. show, The Office. Yeah, correct. Which also was the mockumentary style. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so, yeah, yes. this was the continu- not the continuation, but just, yeah, yeah. the Americanization. Americanization. Yeah, Americanization. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The, I think one of the best things about this Americanized version is that Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant made it happen. Yeah. And they're the people who made the British one. So it wasn't right. just like a group of Americans got a hold of a British show and tried to redo it here. So it had a little more le- legitimization. Absolutely. I suppose. Yeah. I, I noticed that too. And that Because was... the guys who cared about the show were right. making it happen. They, so... were, they were part of it. Exactly. And so they believed in it. And so it became helped. a success. Mm-hmm. Became mm-hmm. a success in its own right and became a hit. Uh, and, and not necessarily in the first episode, as we'll get to. Yeah, which is a nice ir- irony of this yeah, first yeah. episode. <laughs> but uh, 
you know, to take uh, an idea that was so successful overseas, bring it here, and then have continuing success, uh, it's hard to even say that it had more success because the British show really had a finite ending. They really just had a small package that they made out of that, you know, with, with its two seasons. They sort of have a, a formula of, like, two seasons and a special. Yeah, exactly. Or those those three-episode seasons like Sherlock does. You yeah. know, there, there's just some 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 unique elements to the British mm-hmm. television structure that is... Uh, yeah, certainly. You know, different from us. And, and charming in its own right. They different from us. A little, little yeah, different. Did, mm-hmm. did they... Do none of their shows have a laugh track? Like... Um, I can't say that for certain. I don't know. I, I, I oh, don't know. I'm, I like. I know. Br- yeah, there are British laugh tracks that comes for okay. sure. I mean, yeah, definitely. I'm sure there are. Yeah, um, yeah. I I don't know if that was their whole. I think the young ones had a sound uh, laugh track. Did it? I yeah, think so. I think so too. Yeah, like Monty. Oh Pi- yeah, I think like Monty yeah, Python. Yeah, yeah. Python. The one that uh, the guy from uh, Drop Dead Fred came from, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's the inspiration. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that had a laugh track. Uh, yeah. Monty Python probably had a laugh. Definitely, yeah, yeah that's what they, I was they definitely yeah, had man. those audience reaction noises of a various sort. Uh-huh. That was yeah. almost like a live audience too. I think almost. Maybe it, it seemed like it at least. Okay. But a fake live not. audience. Fake, fake live audience. Pseudo live audience. Added later, a live audience. <laughs> the uh, The Office, though, uh, neither the British nor the American had a laugh track, uh, partially because it is in that mockumentary style. Right. It's meant to be viewed totally differently. Right. Um, and the de- let the deadpan speak for itself. And that was one of the earliest examples of a show, especially one that did that big, being in that style in America, yeah. right? Yeah, taking that Spinal Tap style of uh-huh. of uh, uh, in making it a series. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, it was one of the. I think it's one of the first ones. I can't remember anybody else really. Uh, doing it before the office. Yeah. Um, no, I can't either. You know, mm-hmm. in serial form. Uh, but of course, you know, I think we all have to give it up to Christopher Guest for, you know, all, sort of inventing the mockumentary, I guess. Yeah. Um, I sure. mean, I really don't think anybody did it before him. Not, Not that, that I, I can think of. Yeah, Mm-mm. no. Was there. Was there a Spinal Tap before Spinal Tap? No, the, the closest so. I can think is maybe the Kentucky Fried Movie with its fake newscast. Yeah, style. but even then, that's not a it's, mockumentary. It's not a, it's not, it yeah, was, it's not a documentary style. Yeah, it was more slap. It was still more. I'm reaching. Slapstick, more the correct. Or, oh, there was a lot. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, it was more in the vein of like Naked Gun mm-hmm. or um, you know, the Zucker Brothers. I mean, full title. Naked Gun from the files of from the files of Police Squad. There you go. Yes. <laughs> Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> let's, keep, let's keep it real. But yeah, so uh, our, our plan with the show is every week, uh, week, yeah, every week. Wow, we're going to do this every week. Are you, you ready sure? for this? Let's buckle up. Yeah, well, I mean, and, but you've got experience, like, like Brian, you, Brian yeah. works in healthcare. I do. But, uh, you, I do. I do, but I do. experience on the mic. I, uh, somewhat. Somewhat. I mean, so, we both so. do. We both did at OU. So it's a return so, of form for you. I suppose so. You so know, it's, it's about time. It's been a while. And now, I do have a film degree, technically. So, yeah, um, so watching this, um, analyzing has kind of been a return to that somewhat. Yeah. And, um, but you never forget, you know, mm-hmm. it's like riding a bike. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. So it was Film so analysis, told. Yes. <laughs> Just like <riding> a bike. <laughs> if, if I need to have homework, then the office can be my homework and that's fine. Yeah. Cause I mean, you've got what, uh, nearly four pages of notes here. I've got nearly mm-hmm. four pages of notes just on the first episode. That's true. We're going to talk about today and getting into the basics of the show. And that was the funny thing was you can watch a show hundreds of times, it seems, and, um, you know, just watch it passively and then actually actively watch and try to pick out little things and you'll still see new things. Yeah. And um, that's kind of the fun part of doing this whole thing for me and um, why I want to thank you again for letting me be a part of it. And um, so. Well, really, if you if you mention The Office to me, there's two people that I know 
who adore the show, and it's you guys right here. So yeah, was, well, this one was an easy one to stack. Well, you know? we do text each other random quotes every day. Yeah, yep. which so. we read one of yours on the air on opinions like a holes plug. Because I appreciate that. If you enjoy this, if this is the, excuse me, if this is your first time coming to a Channel Four and a Half podcast, want to point out opinions like a holes because it does feature myself and Mr. Michael Zampino. Yeah, true, that's our true baby. That. True that. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. our little potty baby. Yeah. And, well, yeah. Damn straight. <laughs> But it was Put funny coming. But hole on the floor. <laughs> What's happening? I lost track. What's this show? The Office, the, the Office. 2004 NBC hit comedy is show. Is that when it started? 04? 04. Well, this one is from 05, actually. This this premiered in 05 as I did my research. 05. Which when I was completely and I must admit ignorant of this show and never watched it until there are details like that that I'm just learning. Could not. I mean, until like. 2011-ish, 2012. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so I've been making up. Yeah, I've been making up for a lot of last time. Um, I watched it for I was a, a little while before you. No, you watched it way before me. Yeah. Yeah. So. Way before me, because yeah. So, so I I came into it on uh, season three. Okay. That's what Bobby showed me. The first episode I ever saw was the first one of season three too. Nice. That's a good one. Yeah. It was. Well, that's yeah. That's the first one with uh, uh, Jim and. In, uh, in Stanford. Stanford. Yeah. That's yeah, right. No, that's, a, that's a great one. Stanford, Connecticut. Yeah. All right. No. We're talking about the pilot. <laughs> no, but, I'm, but I'm when like... I coming back to the pilot, um, in my normal office watching um, daily stuff, um, I was coming back from season eight. Okay. Um, and coming back, and so making the jump backwards from season eight was was quite the radical. Um, it always experience. is. It always yeah. is. Yeah, yeah it when you is. when you finish that finale and you start it back at the pilot, and you're like, wow, yeah, what a journey I'm about to go on again. Jim and Pam's haircuts are different. Yeah, <laughs> the it's so drab. It's so look like how great they look. Yeah, <laughs> look how green Michael's office is. Why is it green? Well, it's great you mentioned that. Like the the lighting, the drabness. It the, the whole look of that first episode is so much different from what it was later because of how that style shifted. Well, it was like just like I think they really went for the British. Yes, look. thank you. Yeah. That's what I was just yeah. about to say. Was they yeah they tried that the Americans weren't on board for it, so yeah. they lightened it up and. And yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and I learned actually. I didn't realize that um, the second episode was filmed six months later. Yeah, um, so they kind of they probably got all, all their feedback and were trying. Yeah, to that's you know, yeah, somewhat. that's that 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 thing where you you shoot the pilot, you send it back to the network, you have test screenings and and focus groups and shit, and then and then if it gets picked up, then you get to go back and film that second episode. There you go. It's yeah. called a pilot. So then you got to get everybody back on the phone. Hope you didn't accept any new jobs. Yeah, right. <laughs> everybody just hang out for six months. Cool. We should when we get to the the point where we're talking about the the office workers who you never see again. We should start like counting where we lose them. Like, That's a good idea. Like, try and track. Well, actually, I no. mean, I think most it's, of them are in, gone it, by the second episode. They are. They are. But there's it's a true. few that hang around as late as season three. No, they d- no. No, they don't. No, maybe, no. maybe it's no. in deleted scenes. I swear that's a thing. Nope. All right, I'm going to get my research in order. I'll be back on that one. Because, yeah, yeah, because yeah. We'll get back to that. Because I, yeah. I started watching an episode. I'm also calling bullshit because yeah. once Devin's fired, that's the last of it. Oh, you think I don't even remember. Is that season two? I don't yep, even know Halloween. when Devin comes yeah. in, actually, because Devin, if, in you, if you look at, is he? Yes. Okay. Okay. Because he's not, I swear, I was looking at the one of the, me- or the diversity day meeting, and he's not there. Oh, yeah? And, and the second episode. That's the kind of trouble that'll get you candid, Dunder Mifflin. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can't dig around like that. He just bailed on the diversity day meeting. He was yeah. like, fuck diversity. It's important. I'm Devin. I bet he loved that Chris Rock joke. You know, no one knows more about diversity than Devin. They call him Diverse of Devin. <laughs> yeah. 
this is this is going to be the fun tr- thing about talking about this show is how easy it is to jump around from reference to season to season sure. to season. Totally. You know, so so bear with us, audience. We do yeah, have sorry. a plan that is chronological, but we will make a lot of stops along the way. Yeah. So uh, bear with us. Uh, so, but we are talking about the pilot, the first episode of the first season mm-hmm. today, uh, and yeah. like we say, just such a, a distinctly different episode uh, yeah. because it was. Not a scene for scene remake of the British version, but no. what seventy five percent, eighty percent? A lot more. of the jokes are redone. Yeah, like yeah, there's the, those a lot shifts, of WhatsApp yeah. stuff. And uh-huh. there, there is no opening. There is no cold opening, as they nope. say. Right. And um, I did we know in the biz called <laughs> cold open. Do you yes. know how long yes. until those came in? Second season. Yeah, the second season. Okay. Fr- I can't even remember what the first one is. What was the first one for the Dundies? I don't. I don't know. Uh, first one. I don't know what the situation was, but we're not really talking about that. I think that, that one, if I remember right, may not have had one. Maybe, maybe it didn't maybe either, it actually. Maybe episode. Maybe so. Well, I can't wait to get but, there. But it was funny uh, seeing, just kind of analyzing the, you know, the opening and seeing, kind of contrasting that with the British show, because the British show, the British show opening is so slow, mm-hmm. and the music is a lot more deliberate, a lot more slower, and it was seemed what like... What becomes of you, my love? Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Derek's and the glad rags and sad song, some 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 some. Grandpa leave it or dad left you. Something about handbags and sand, yeah. sad exactly. sacks. Yeah, I did YouTube that eventually <laughs> at one point, but it was like they you know, they went for the the fast cuts and the faster music. So yeah. I mean, they were so totally uh, Americanized. Well, and just such a, a weird opening because you know it's just a pretty little piano song with some guitar tracks and, uh-huh. you know, a little kick-ass jaunty beat, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and then the footage for that intro uh, was shot by uh, uh, Jim. Uh, John Krasinski. Thank you very much. Yes. And uh, yes, yes, the, yes. Um, that was uh, shot by him when he, one of the first visits he made to Scranton uh, before they even started filming, like when he was just learning about the job and what it I was. I never knew that, actually. Yeah. Okay. Wow, I did not know that. So uh, so how need to open with, with actual footage of the city, and it really sort of adds an element of authenticity to it to, to, to give that documentary style. Time and place. Right. You know? mm-hmm. and, For sure. At the same time, you're dealing with a show that is as drab in ways as the British one, but they still found a better way to get into it because, honest take, do you think the theme song on the British show works? Yes. Yeah, I loved it. Well, Bef- because I watched the British version of The Office before I saw the American version. Right, yeah. and I and I will say that you did it right because if you watch it backwards, if you because watching the British version second feels so off to me. Right, like, um, but it really sort of sets the tone that these are two different shows. Um, they you know, they definitely became that way, you know, in the long run. Yes, now, like yes. as much as they tried to emulate it. In a way, in, in the, the beginning, fr- in the first one, in the but they have their own, their own feel, their own distinct everything. Honestly, yep. So, um, yeah, I, I, but I, I, when we first watched the first, the first English show together, I, yeah. I, was that the first time you'd seen it? Yes. Oh wow. Yeah, it was, and I, 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 I love that theme. <laughs> I no, learned to love I it. I love the song. I learned to love it. I'll tell you. I'll t- let me explain why. I, uh, I, I feel like it sets up the tone for the show to be yeah. even slower than it is, mm-hmm. and I, I it, it, to me, it just drags it down. I oh, think. Oh, see, a, I, do, I disagree. I feel like it, it matches the tone. Okay. No, that's what I agree. I yeah. agree. I think, I think that's yeah. supposed to set you up sort of for that pace. It, okay. It's, yeah. You know, it's letting you know, it's letting you know through music that they are in a very drab and boring and sad. Right existence. Right, it goes with it. I just, totally yeah. goes with it. It's it's kind of stuffy a little bit, and it's foggy. Yeah, gray skies. Yes, and it it. 
I don't know. They both it's very work, English, but they both work on their own merits. I think they yeah. both oh, sure, they sure. both accomplish what they're both trying to do. Yeah, yeah, clearly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because the, the theme song for the British version, I really don't like it for the same reason you guys do like it. So it, it's working. You know, fair enough. Mm. Well, I was gonna say the the, the American <laughs> theme song definitely lets you know you're about to watch a comedy, whereas. The British theme song is a little bit more ambiguous. Oh, yeah? yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whereas, like, it could be the beginning of a fucking drama. Yeah, this may be funerals. Could, could be, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't <laughs> you don't have as much. They kind of leave it open, a little more open to interpretation. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit more. But but uh, um, but it's funny, like, when the, but when the first episode starts in the U.S. version, it's ironic because you, they try to make it look so much like the British version. Yeah. Just with the showing the lighting. Of the buildings so, and stuff. So you're even, so... In the first one, after all the, you know, the fun hysterics of the opening, um, you know, fast music and all, like you get, you go real down. <laughs> yeah, because it just, what, it just like, shows a shot of the office in that sort of off yeah, and, center yeah, angle. Off center angle. You don't see Jim's face. You just see, you know, the center of the show. Yeah. You know, he's the man. So, you know, as stupid as he is, you know, he's the vocal point. Yeah. And I mean, they have him in that, that huge, his face is so huge in that first shot. It's like, it's, but it's so much like the British version. It's like they were trying really hard. And I know that they were worried um, doing this that they didn't want to, you know, make it. They didn't want to they didn't want to make it worse. I mean, they wanted to have it, you know, they wanted to have a, a comparable, you know, respectable version. Yeah. And they didn't want to insult the um, the British version. Okay. So, I mean, I think they were kind well, there, of... Well, therein is another advantage Merchant of having yeah. Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant on board. Exactly. Because you have those guys. Exactly. So you... You kind of, you know, you can't let them down because they're there to go, nope. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, they yep. they so, know where it should be going. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So I, I always kind of wonder about that. Like, did they kind of hold up on the reins after a while? Did they kind of let it go off and do its own thing? Oh, absolutely. I'm sure they, they yeah. Yeah. And, and oh, they yeah, were, yeah, yeah. And they I mean, they still had, they yeah. had EP credits throughout, but yeah. their actual role in the show was... Was much less. Well, that that eventually fell to people like Mindy Kaling and, uh, uh, and Toby. B- BJ. Uh, BJ, yeah. BJ Novak. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. Um, Paul uh, Levenstein? Lieber? Oh, Jesus. Lieberstein. There you go. Oh, that's good. First, uh, Paul Levinson Gould. Who are these people? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they here? Gould. There it is. Paul Lieberman. No, Lieberman. what does that L- say? Lieberstein. Lieberstein. Yeah. Lieberstein. Who, who, who I found We're really sorry, Toby. Who, who dated... Um, Angela Kinsey's sister in real life. You're, oh, later, okay. As I, as my endless uh, Wikipedia searching discovered one night. Isn't it fun to go down those rabbit holes? Uh, totally. <laughs> Fills in so much time when you got to fill in the blanks. <coughs> For sure. But after our Excuse introduction me. to the office, we get into our first scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, what I thought was interesting is that Michael's first line is praising Jim. First scene, of course, is Michael talking about uh, yeah. the, the the deal. You've that come to me for advice, mm-hmm. yeah, my young. Looks very Padawan. good. Yeah. What, yeah. Well, and then he opens with, you know, your quarterly reports are looking good, or uh-huh. yeah. So, yeah. And I think yeah. that's interesting because it really establishes not only that Jim is going to be the sort of quote unquote hero of our story, you know, that that he's the one we're going to root for. He's the everyman. But also suggests that Michael has. Uh, value to holds Jim in high value because right. he's yes. spending time with him. Yes, right. So, yeah. Uh, so, so many times in this episode, we'll see where they really just go at length to try and establish these relationships and show that these are the people we want you to look at them in this way. Uh, and it was really sharply done. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, even with you know, well, you that's know, another advantage I think from going 
from something that already happened, you know, in that they had a British version. So they, they had a kind of already knew, like, okay, these two characters are going to have oh, well, sure, sure, this yeah. sort of right. Well, and it really uh, is. I mean, they're dynamic. Uh, Tim and uh, what, what, what is the. the and and uh, Gareth. Yeah, yeah, uh, no, no. no uh, the, David Brent. The David Pam. The, the, the Pam oh. analog. Oh, God. What well, was her? Well, honestly, I'm sorry. All the people we've named, too. Those relationships are exactly what they are in the British version. Exactly. Yes. So, so yeah. No, but they. So, so even uh, we're really doing a critique of the British office in many ways as well, just in some of the basics you for know? this yeah. for this so, episode. So we'll repeat well, ourselves and, then. Know. But uh, yeah, yeah, you'll refer to it a lot less as it goes on. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you do. By but yeah, honestly, by probably se- season two, by the Dundee's episode, I think. Yeah, but even Se- some of those late season one episodes just don't follow that path anymore. Basketball in particular. Yeah. yeah. Basketball. Hot yeah. girl. Is that number six? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Healthcare, healthcare. Hot actually, I, I found healthcare is one of my favorites um, of the first season, and it actually it wasn't off of the other the British version, but it was from they did take it actually from another British show. I can't remember what it was, but um, okay. So there was you know British roots. In oh, that, cool. Nice. Or English roots. Well, that's something to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, so oh, then yeah. you know we've got uh, like we got our first scene with Jim, then we get into our first talking head with Michael, where he's talking right. about how long he's been at Dunder Mifflin, twelve right. years at that Ten point, uh-huh. which we got to yeah. keep in track of. Because yeah. that well, ma- bounces around. A I was going to say that math doesn't add up uh-huh. because he doesn't hit his 15 year anniversary until season five. five. That's the one that Charles Minor interrupts. Yeah. So yeah. five plus 12 is 17. And yeah. he was eight years a salesman and four. So four years, if you're going by the first episode's math, right. eight years a salesman and four years a manager. Right. That seems kind of quick, actually, especially for him. But you know how they always talk about how he wasn't, you know, qualified in the, in the first place. <laughs> well, and that's one thing that we'll talk about a lot is how his he was such a good salesman that got him to be a manager. Right. But you know, of course, as a manager, he just <laughs> it's a really sharp decline in skills. You know, you don't think about how uh, people can be that uh, different from one role to another, but they really can. Well, it just shows how different the role is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Just, you know, if you're good at selling to people. The, you might be real shitty at a lot of other things. Yeah. 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 It doesn't always translate. No. Like, or in my case, well, I'm not good at selling things. <laughs> uh, ditto. So he, the, the next scene is him and Pam. Sell a ketchup popsicle to a woman in white gloves. I love that saying. That's a good one. Because nearly none of that happens anymore. Even the white gloves is rare as hell. I've yeah. never, ever heard of a fucking ketchup popsicle. I don't think that's a thing. No, I fucking <laughs> hope not. That's that gross. That's something you give your dog. If you like freeze tomato ketchup. In a popsicle form and eat it. Go fuck yourself. It might be popular in certain <laughs> communities, but gross. They, they won't. They won't. They won't reveal themselves. Anything. Well, yeah. I'll say yeah. it right here. Yeah. If that exists in your community, your community is yeah. yucky. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> we're taking a stand here at the People Persons Paper Podcast. Yeah. So Firmly dude. against. We are anti tomato ketchup popsicles. We'll do a PSA later on. No tomato ketchup. Just popsicles. say no to ketchup popsicles ever. <laughs> there you go. That writes itself. Oh, one other thing. One other sort of uh, British. Um, office sort of echo i guess in this is the um random they're kind of overly obvious in this one because they were trying to sort of mirror it in the way but the random like sounds of the office and the random shots just of people mm. doing things and you yeah. know the jet you know the long shot that they have kind of running through down so the office down the sort of you know and you hear like the copier you know, going between and cubes yeah, yeah between exactly the, you hear the copier and you all the mun- tops people's heads yeah you see the mun- you know the mun- Mundanity? Mundane? Mun, I don't know. Mundanity. Mundanity. The banal minutia. Thank yeah. you. Of the daily life in the office. Yes. And for seconds. And that too, was like, only. That was the only. This is the only episode they ever did that. I'm pretty sure. I think so too. Yeah. 
And that was, of course, a big element in the British one as well. But the fact that there was those five-second shots or however many second shots and holding things out is another thing that they really captured oh, yeah. of the British series in that first season, it's, uh, even yeah. beyond this episode. Well, the um, the first – so Michael, Jan, and Pam um, in their – you know, in the meeting with the – you know, we – you know uh, – what, yeah, happened to, what happened in the memo, you know, and all uh-huh. like, you know, they, they hold that shot for so long and yeah. that's straight from the, um, the British version and, and later, and you know, that disappears completely, obviously, um, in later episodes of the office here. Can um, I, I, I have an argument as to why okay. that disappears. Oh yeah. Because go Americans. Oh, oh yeah. I don't think we disagree here. Oh yeah. No, no, yeah. no, but go but for say it. Say it, please. They don't appreciate the subtlety of a lengthy reaction shot. Absolutely. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do appreciate Jane's legs, but. Which are, which are prominently featured. You, well, Melora Hardin is. Kind of a, she's a she's a she's a. I've appreciated her since I was before I was a teenager. Oh so. yeah, I have. A, I also have a, a deep appreciation for the professional office look on a woman. You know the yeah the heels and the nylons and the pa- you know the the power suit sort yeah. of not the power suit, nylon but, you know. power nylons. <laughs> and even Pam. Yep, with those or- always with the blue nylon. You know, she she tried to look as boring as possible. That's apparently that's the that's adorable. the story. Is that yeah? But she no, but she they gave totally... that role to Kelly in the first season. They yeah. did. Yeah, they made her like a fucking Presbyterian almost yeah. looking oh, lady. She, her ne- and, next her episode, and, we get our first taste of Kelly. Her yeah. and Angela well, we could see her like this, this pretty much, like in, in dress. Like yeah. she was right. even she was even more bumbled super up. Super conservative, actually. yeah, so frumpy, uh-huh. super conservative. I, I know. Well, that's... and there's an argument to be made that the. Uh, pacification of Angela was more or less a very late stage addition to that show. They kept her hard edge for as long as they could. Yep. Yeah. Almost too long. Although yeah. we'll get I, there. I will say in the first episode, like, because the only really, I guess you see her interaction with Kevin. I think that's the only time you kind of really see her. Uh-huh. Yeah. And she kind of comes off like she's, you know, she's telling him to like wipe his mouth or uh-huh. whatever. So she comes off a little soft there, but like they jump right into it and make her hard as possible. Like right. soon yeah. enough, like you know, as soon as they dealt, you know. <laughs> What kind of woman's going to be with Dwight Schrute, I think. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, but, you know, and, and of course, she, she grows from being a background character to a nearly lead character. or you know. Well, that's one of the things about mm-hmm. this show is that, it, you know, it becomes such an ensemble piece that aside from, you know, Michael, Jim, Pam, and Dwight, yeah. those are your major four. Right. Everybody else... Almost winds up on an equal level yeah. of of importance, and and you know what I mean. So, yeah, yeah it but it, and it Ryan is some, like the entire ensemble. Yep. Yeah. 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 And Ryan is somewhere in the middle, which is well, which he, is interesting. he gets that top billing. He does I, you know what I think is going to be fun for the show is is to keep track of and and with every guest who they who you think had a crazier arc, Kelly or Ryan. Oh wow! Ooh, that's a good one. Throughout the entire show. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I think I've got my vote, but we'll come back to it. Right. I'm undecided. I cannot. No. It's tough. It's tough. When you really start to think about all the little things, because uh, each one had some interesting turns. They were, absolutely. And of course, thanks to each other. I mean, what it, they yeah. were essentially written as almost one character for, at periods. Right. You know? Yeah. And it it's so funny that they were some of the they were several of the main writers on the show. Oh, yeah. And, and like, they play such, you know, the characters become so vacuous and so mm-hmm. kind of, you know, anti, you know, to what everything that's going on around them. But they're the ones writing I'd be all curious. of the, you know. I, love he- I loved hearing the them uh, joke about 
writing themselves making out so often. (laughs) (laughs) Man. You know, that's who gets to do that for and get a paycheck for it. (laughs) Well, uh, the pilot deals with so many different things in terms of establishing relationships between characters. Yeah, it, it, it's really a baseline. It does establish so much, really, in such a short amount of time because you get the, you know, the back and forth between Jim and Jim and Dwight. Uh-huh, yeah, Jim. yeah. That The first scene where Michael meets Pam, mm-hmm. even he, he immediately does a name joke, then he makes a sexist joke, then yeah. he makes a failed work joke. I mean... Was it the Pam Pam? Yep. Yeah. That was the first is, one? Is that what that one? Pam, 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 Pam! Pam, Pam. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 And then... Uh, and she's uh, looking extra, you know, timid and... And scared. Just that sort of, yeah, that sort of like silent, almost cowering, you know, that yeah. a, a lot of the office members do to him, you yeah. know, or the, you know, the, yeah. the staff. They and just don't want to deal. Yeah, yeah. That's Who the thing. would? I can understand. Well, and that's another thing, too, that's really brought over from the British version is the way people just sort of had of like passively didn't like him, didn't want to be around him, were almost uh, repulsed yeah. by him. They would you know? humor him at best. Right. At, yeah. He, he's that guy that you just do your best to ignore. Right. Yeah. You got to get through the day. But they. But he's their boss, so they're exactly. stuck dealing with him. Right. <laughs> and and. But it does. And they really make. Uh, of course, there's not as much of of any of the likability that we get with uh, him in later seasons. You know, they really wrote it to like David Brent's just sort of off putting. Yeah. Even with the slick back hair, and um, which is something you really notice. And then in episode two, you, he really slicks it back like Gord Gecko. I mean, well, it's, yeah, kind of well, goes crazy got, on they, it. They, they think they, I think they on purpose tried to make it look like he had hair plugs. In, <laughs> it in worked. The initial episodes. It worked. No, I mean, I really think that <laughs> really? was the thing that, yeah. Oh. Really? I mean, I, I don't know if it's documented, but it, it seems like that's what they did with his hair because Steve's Carell, Steve Carell's hair isn't naturally like that. No. And yeah. you don't do that on accident. Uh, you know what I mean? When you have a professional hair and makeup crew, uh, he doesn't make it on camera looking like that unless it's on purpose. Yeah, and and it's nice that. But they... that did not last because they were. Oh yeah, I yeah. bet Steve Carell was like, if this is gonna go a lot of seasons, I'm gonna have my normal hair. <laughs> well, and it's nice that they would have that you know that kind of flexibility where they can you know change the character and yeah. say, okay, you know we're gonna give this guy more of his own persona. And he although there is that season be... where Steve Carell had to cut his hair for some role. And came back, and he had the hair of a, of a little boy as as it was growing back. Uh, is that oh, in like six or seven, maybe, or is it? It's be. like maybe I think five? it's like four or five. Four or five. Okay. Oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> five. I, five is five is the one where we get to the the goatee, isn't it? With Ryan, that's a great show. To yeah, talk, it is. To yes. talk about. There's some yes, it is. Editing challenges they face there, which yeah. we'll, we'll actually get to one of the sort of editing failures that the office had to deal with in this episode in just a, a few minutes mm-hmm. about Dwight and his tie. Um, but we, uh, like you were saying a moment ago, we do meet Dwight and uh, through him, Jim, because Jim is really built as like the response to Dwight. You know, he, he's the full, I and mean, we see the Phyllis turn the her head. Dwight. Yeah, well, and that just like Anti-Dwight. they establish annoying person in the office and follow it by man who will fight this or man who will rebel against this, you know? Right. And that's, uh, that really, of course, is just not only an easy way to establish the, the relationship as it was between Tim and Gareth in, in the right. British version, mm-hmm. but it, it endears us to Jim through God, empathy. Gareth was the shit. Yeah. <laughs> Gareth was really fantastic. You know, I, so funny. I need yeah. to rewatch that again because I could never fully appreciate his character because the Dwight is, I mean, I was always comparing it to Dwight, I think, and that's, that's kind of the um, catch twenty two of going back and watching the British version is that you're constantly comparing it, and maybe it's the same way if you did it the other way too. Right. Oh yeah, initially I was constantly comparing Rain Wilson, you know, trying to 
Yeah, compare him to Gareth, but they're they're two different actors and two exactly. different characters almost. Exactly. So, yeah. and that's the thing. And I once I stopped, I was like, he's not exactly the same, not even close, really. So, I mean, they're in a similar role, but other he, than being super annoying. Yeah, yeah. Sick of, they're sick. They're a sycophant, but, which is you know. is great though, because these two so unique versions of the same foil. You know, it's pretty cool, and and. Mm. It, I mean, not to say that Dwight is representative of Americans in any way, or Gareth is representative of Brits in any way, but it's so neat to see the two different takes on what would be annoying. You they know? are representative mm. of certain people because I've definitely had some fucking weirdo friends like that in my day. <laughs> like Dwight? Yeah. Yeah, ditto. I mean, not like, you know, the beat farmer level weird, but... No, but but certain eccentricities, Yeah, um, you know, can... Uh... Oh, sorry about that. Uh-oh. Hey-oh. Bing bong. I'm making my presence felt. Someone's at the office door. <laughs> it's all right. We got a Lemon microphone hand. rookie. <sighs> Newbie mistake. It's all right, man. It's all right. But the, uh, I let it ring. Yeah. Uh, the, oh, another thing about Jim right there after that Dwight scene is he immediately follows it up with a confessional or, or a talking head. And he, it's another thing where he's charming. You know, they right. really, they also take all the opportunities to make sure that Jim and Pam are established as, as charming as possible. Yeah. You know, and, and even more so than, well, say, uh, the, 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 the leads in the British version, because the whole thing has a little, this is one area where I feel like they, there's a bit more levity. Right. You know, they're more of the every person, I think. They're kind of played that way. Kind of, they're, they're, they're kind of in the asylum and they're kind of looking at the crazy people around them. Yeah. I mean, that's the way I kind of looked at it. And that's kind of, you know, the, um, what is it, the Coalition of the Sane? I don't know what Oscar calls that okay. later on, later seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they go on their honeymoon. Uh huh. And like, so there is kind of more of a, you can see it through their eyes. And, and watching it the first time through, I remember I was totally a Jim fan, Jim, Jim and Pam fam. And then like, it's funny, later on, I, just once I knew once I knew everything, I kind of more <laughs> enjoyed Dwight's character way more. I don't yeah. know why, but oh yeah, I, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll get into that later on. But they kind of <coughs> they kind of set them up that way. Okay, Jim and Pam, like it seems to me. Uh, and then yeah. we, you know we, we're learning more and more about the characters in just every scene. More Michael lame jokes follow that up with the, yeah. the what's up, what's up, uh, which. You know that's always funny. So well, they sure tried to. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, because you have Jim going. Still funny after all these <laughs> years. Yeah, after seven years. Yeah, seven funny. years. But Dwight, of course, immediately jumps on board two hundred percent. Oh yeah, exactly. he's just establishing that follower role of his. Completely, you know? and he and he does that. That's all he does for like the first couple of scenes that he's in. He doesn't really talk that much. He kind of yeah. it, it's 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 a very muted opening for such a <laughs> vocal character. I, I mean, it's kind of funny. You know, they kind of he slinks in, but once he gets going, like. And so, but even in that for those first few scenes, so much of what he does do is sort of off. I said off putting a moment ago, talking mm -hmm. uh, elsewhere. But the oh, the the like the little uh, tapping on the shoulder. Yeah. Um, and then you know the little stupid prank that he tries to get Jim back with, and uh -huh. you know yeah, he's I, like, oh. Yeah, exactly. That reaction, you know, that sort of gut reaction. Yeah. And that's the thing about these characters. Maybe it's the documentary style. Maybe it's the actors, whatever. But these characters, even that early on, you're just like, you you react to them. You do. And it's more simple. It's so it's so much more simple the way you know that they come comp in compared to later seasons. Obviously, that's that's natural. Yeah. But there, there's a there's almost a naive naivete to Dwight in the start that is you know it's charming. Yeah. And it's and it's funny, but like you know, <laughs> then he's doing diabolical plans later on, and you know it's that's all gone. Yeah. And he, he, but it all works in a way. He sort of grows into like a Doctor Horrible in his <laughs> own weird, twisted way. And good for him. Uh, <laughs> So next scene, of course, is the entrance of Jan Levinson Gould. Yes. The uh, uh who's she, 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 do we know her title offhand? I oh, she was um, um what was her title? Uh, 
I don't know. Which whatever job Ryan Ryan had. Yeah. yeah. Um, same title. Same senior title. VP. Senior, senior VP. VP? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Could be. That sounds right. Because right. he says I was the youngest senior VP in in, in company history. Company history. Meteor Coast prize. Senior VP. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, now. Um, Hell of a ride. We, of a ride. <laughs> we we get a talking head with him right after that, where he do, does the uh, the Hillary joke. Now, yes. what I always loved is in, in the office in the UK, that's Camilla Parker Bowles. Uh-huh. Such an interesting right. idea of who the the sort of oh, that was a great. Whenever David Brent's telling that joke, yeah, it's like, cool. she's Bowles. like, is it a big black cock? <laughs> 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 I did have to look her up. I was like, oh, so who is this lady? Like, and what what's that all about? CPB. I yeah. know. Oh, I, me and Camilla weren't. I got familiar. an APB on CPB. <laughs> <laughs> but then they lead into the whole, you know, the three-way um, shot, just the single shot. Yeah. And um, you know, they 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 rehash the, um, you know, the joke from the British version. And then you know, uh-huh. Michael, you know, Steve Carell. I don't know how much he was ad-libbing, honestly, with the you know, me no get an agenda, you know, like that <laughs> yeah. kind of stuff. Like, but it it works. It works on its own merit, honestly. And I think it's funnier than the British version, in my opinion. But. You know, they they kind of do their own play on it. At least it's not a it's not a line for line. No, um, there's very few scenes that are line for line. No, you know? they're all you know. Even with the it's you like, know the Jello, you know, it's not jelly, it's uh-huh. Jello. Yeah, and um, you know they Americanize it to a point. But you know that's a funny that's a it still works. You know, but you know Michael's being over aggressively Michael, which he would tamper later. Yeah. But yeah, well, fun. and they, that's the thing, too, is they really, even the, with the amount of changes that there, there are in there just to sort of make it more of an American show, mm-hmm. it really aims to keep that theme. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, well, uh, next things are going to turn a pretty interesting because we're going to get into uh, an element of the show that definitely affected it for years to come. Uh, but before we do, we're going to take a quick commercial break uh, so some of our sponsors can tell you about the fantastic opportunities, places, people, or things they are offering Let's. for sale. Two Planet Productions is a team compromised of some of the most talented wedding photographers, videographers, and production designers with over 20 years combined experience in the industry. Besides working with the most beautiful brides in the world, they have also produced content for commercial businesses and nonprofit organizations such as the Tulsa Mayor's Office, the Arts and Humanities Council of Tulsa, Tulsa Lifestyle Magazine, Rocklahoma, and musical acts such as the Deftones. Members of their staff and the Two Planet team have won multiple Couples Choice Awards and Best of the Best Awards from The Knot, Wedding Wire, and were part of the team that was voted People's Choice for Best Photographers from Tulsa People Magazine 2013. Two Planet Productions remains the most affordable group of fun, professional artists to entrust your life's most precious memories to. www.twoplanetproductions.com. Find them on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Call 918-280-8528. And we have an exclusive deal that you can only get if you listen to the Channel 4.5 Network. If you tell them we sent you, you will receive a free single session shoot with the purchase of any wedding package. That is a $500 value for free. That free session could be engagements, bridals, first anniversary photos, or anything else you could want to be saved and captured forever. Welcome back to the People Persons Paper Podcast. Uh, two good for to be two. here. Two yeah. for two. Oh man, yeah, I've right. dropped it like three to four times already. I'm telling you. I've said it a bunch. I only remember two. Yeah. That's well, me, I meant the two that count. You know, the two on the two on air coming in, coming in from <laughs> the break and coming into this to the whatever. You're doing. I'm the, go you're, to sleep. <laughs> I don't know, man. So we are talking about the office. We are our 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 podcast dedication to the show. Um, 
going over every episode chronologically to see just what was going on here that made such a big deal to so many people in its original run as uh, what grew into a huge hit. And uh, again, later on Netflix uh, with the, the, the streaming, uh, gro- the yeah. growth of streaming in homes and the binge watching that became one of the perfect shows for that. And I know I've watched it again and again and again. So many times. It's the original binger. My co-host Brian Sittler Thank has you. also watched it just oh, tons. I would say at least... I many times. It. I mentioned it in my vows. Did you really? Yep. Share. He wins. I said <laughs> I told her she was the Pam to my gym. Aww. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was really sweet. And she still is. Aww. Good. For now. That of course our, our guest Michael <laughs> Zampino. <laughs> they they almost they almost weren't either, you know, by season nine. That's so. right. Right. <laughs> well, and we'll get to whether or not that was a That'll convincing... be a long way away. There'll be another podcast a long way for time from now. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and we'll talk about, about whether it was a convincing storyline at that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, where we are right now, though, we're about uh, a third of the way or so through the first episode. And we've got Michael and Jan and Pam in Michael's office yep. talking about layoffs. Yep. And that's the first time that we've had this brought up in the show. Mm-hmm. And this is going to stay with them for a long, long time yeah. into season three. And uh, that's really by four things are... I do well, like the British version of what they call downsizing. Redundancies? Yeah. Yes. Redundancies. Yes. That's more fun. It yeah. is a fun. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, I agree. Yeah. It's, it's also slightly more insulting to the person that's getting, you know, let go. Yeah. It's like not, you're redundant. Right. Like, ugh. Yeah. Does he just call me retarded? Yeah. yeah. I like saying you're useless. <laughs> you're useless. Yeah. We have no use for you. We and, should just uh, die. Josh uh, is mentioned uh, from the Stanford branch, right? The the manager out that's there. That's true. Yeah. So they established Stanford. Mm-hmm. They do establish. That's one thing I noticed. They have Stanford. It's kind of like the Shelbyville with the Springfield. Yeah. That's kind of the way I was like, oh yeah. Well, okay, the, I get it. they're both real cities, though. That's true. So yeah. yeah. So it's it's in reality. Uh huh. And, and keep keep watch and out geographically. Yeah. Somewhat uh, close uh, together. Pinpointable. Uh huh. <laughs> Looking ahead, watch out for when they name branches for the first time because some of them are so shockingly late that it's just funny that we never hear about them. Oh yeah, really? So like, like Binghamton, Binghamton, Binghamton. Yeah. Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo. Yeah. uh huh, yeah, Albany, so Albany, Nashua. Nashua. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That same meeting, we uh, we also well, I was just about to say we we get our first um, taste of Mr. Todd Packer. That sounds really wrong, but um, you know what the F he, stands for? He would for? love that though. Oh, he would. He would. No. Love you know that. what the F stands for? What? Fudge. Uh, That's oh, right. Okay. Ayo. <laughs> but you know, yeah, they hit another echo of the British show. You know, they, they he does his own version because this is the call in, and you know, does it. And I'm pretty sure it's the same guy, obviously. Oh yeah, that was Keckner. Yeah. Totally, David Keckner. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, he was in on David it. David Keckner, yeah, uh, amazing character actor. Mm-hmm. Amazing character yeah. actor. Yeah, completely underrated, I say. Yeah. And um, oh know, my I, god, he everything he touches is gold. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, it. literally, I've never seen him do something where he wasn't. Stealing the scene. He's a scene eater. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah, All right. he's good. good. So I liked how they played out the um, the awkwardness, um, kind of in their own way. And um, you know, and Jan doesn't even flinch. She kind of just keeps going, which yeah. is not exactly her. her t- like that was an, that was not exactly like her, her later character would have totally. Oh yeah, because he makes the the carpet match. The, the carpet match the drape. Yeah, yeah she would. She would have snapped at that completely. In later yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Kind of noticed that was. She's so more they, subdued. Well, this well, is another scene that plays out real slowly, uses that sort of sense mm-hmm. of pacing and, yep. and, and their body language through it all mm-hmm. to really just say a lot, you know? Yeah. And, and that's something that the later seasons lose a little bit, you yeah, know? Yeah, true. In the way that it's sort of Americanized and sort of pepped. Quick and, cuts. Yeah, the cuts get a lot quicker. They don't let as many m- moments breathe, as we've been talking. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And then we get to uh, the Ryan intro. 
of our semi-major character. He is. Yeah, and, and right we, before are, that, are we, are we, did we, I miss, did I flip something? No, no, no we, we immediately see how um, all the office workers are re- reacting to the downsizing talk. Oh, that's Those right. Those little yes. hushed yeah. table conversations. Which and that's our first, like, rapid-fire taste of, like, 90% of the office. That's true. That's very true. That's where we get our first taste. Our, and, our and, and totally what Oscar says, it rings so true because I've heard that, you know, in previous jobs I've had. I'm like, yeah. it means you need to update your resume and, you know, all that stuff. So... It's just the way the way it works out is, is it rings true to me. And they they use that scene with all that to to sort of move into very seamlessly a quick interaction between Jim and Pam, uh-huh. which yes. isn't so much about the downsizing talk as it becomes just flirtatious play between them. Oh, right? it is. You know, which yeah. is you know they're obviously f- can be a theme. Mm-hmm. And they're totally framed in kind of a it's a funny way just between like they're very like in a wall next like just between like a computer screen and like um you know uh, office just um. Uh, utensils, I guess. Yeah. And they keep that going for a couple episodes, too. Yeah, like, like they're just sort of like out-of-the-way right. spots, you know? And they get out of that eventually, because they probably just w- took that straight off the British office as well. Yeah. and uh, But it works, yeah. They totally have an ease, and, 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 it and it's so a, obvious. And it establishes that sort of stolen moment to- uh, theme for their early relationship that sort of persevered mm-hmm. through, I guess, at least the post-Roy period. You know, right. Like once, once Roy's out of the picture. Right. But, um, yeah, like you say, the next scene, though, of course, big yeah. introduction. For yeah, uh, Brian Howard, yeah, or you know, Michael Starr of the episode, so, yeah, you know, and he's really our viewpoint character in the show. Like Ryan's yeah. sort of supposed to be like the us looking at the office. I think at first, oh, at of first, first, at of first, of course, you know, he yeah, definitely does not stay that way. Yeah, uh-huh. I got to say, I, I do prefer the earlier Ryan. Oh to yeah, the, uh, later. Yeah. Oh, by the, the end of the show, <laughs> you hate that piece of shit. But yeah. some people can find that entertaining, and I didn't. I mean, I it did. was entertaining. It was, it was, but it definitely, yeah. He's definitely one that, as it goes on, I I, it's kinda, I can't help but wonder if he lost his way. I kind of wonder. Well, I they ca- needed I, another hateable character. And, yeah. Yeah, and that character, yeah, I think, yeah, once once he started, he got a taste of the high life, mm-hmm. right? Then he started doing that that nose candy with the, his troll friend, uh-huh. and then it was downhill from there. He was a hobbit. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Are you a hobbit? Are you? You resemble a Tolkien character. <laughs> yeah, he's a real banking wizard. Yeah. <laughs> this guy. No, a hobbit. <laughs> oh, quick note on that Ryan scene, though, the, um, is we get uh, Michael pretending to be Hitler. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. And and what a really, cause, and I mean, what a bold way to like establish other characters being unlikable. Mm-hmm. Well, and it, it's also establishing the fact that he has no sort of inner filter. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Uh, he has no sense of that being inappropriate. Right. Yeah. Um, Takes and, us to yeah. another level. Right. Really. Yeah. Yeah. He and is, yeah, he's the type of person that is so obliv- oblivious that he genuinely thinks that that's just funny. Completely yeah. dense. Yeah. yeah. Which is something, too, that they really keep throughout the whole show. Oh, yeah. Cause well, and that's that's Steve Carell, I think. Yeah. No, and it works so well with his car- Yeah, his with his style. Well, I mean, a lot of things lighten up, and he lightens up in ways, of course. Sure. Mm-hmm. But, uh, he, but his density he will, and... <laughs> just, he will always go shockingly far. Yeah. But, you, you, know? you know, he's a perf- it kind of establishes he, he's a performer. You know, that's... Oh, uh, at heart. Yeah. Stud- yeah. Student of comedy. Yeah. Very, yeah. Gotta keep the troops entertained. <laughs> what could it, you know, what could have been, you know? Like, never got to go to college, you know? Had to work a fat, you know? Could have been a contender. Could have been a contender, you know? So now he's, gonna, now he's got an audience. Yeah. And he knows it. Yeah, exactly. Know? So that's that's what he... <laughs> he's and, a thespian, more or less. And I've known... you know, It's really this, offensive. And this is something that will be, I'm sure, recurring, <laughs> is I've known from Thesbia. That's, yeah. that's, 
I've I've known <laughs> people Scott influence. that are like lesser versions of all these characters. Oh yeah. I've known people that definitely do some of the dopey ass things like Michael does, like to play to an audience at times when sure. it's inappropriate to do so. Sure. And it, his has turned up to eleven. Thank you, Spinal Tap. But yeah. yeah. The uh, right. it's just that's I think that thing too is what what makes this the show so lasting is that you immediately know people like that. I I remember when coworkers uh, were called Dwight people like Dwight. You know, so they were saying that, that 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 you're like Dwight. And and then later when I met Dwight, I knew why they said that about that person. You know, like yeah. I understood the comparison. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But um it's a good thought. Now as we in the next thing we got that Pam talking head. Yes. Uh, which is adorable, <laughs> and it, it it sets a theme that's going to run through to the very last episode of the series, with her wanting to do more, wanting to grow into something more. Right. She likes to do watercolors. Bingo. Yeah. Yep. I mean, she, she wants to be a, an artiste. And Pam's and, artist path is interesting. And it is in the intro actually when they show her, you know, blowing on the whiteout, you know. Oh yeah. And okay. kind of like you know whiting it out first, yeah. and then blowing on it, kind of like um. I don't know. It's maybe I'm re- I'm reaching really hard, but, but just the idea of touching things up, trying to yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Okay. Like I don't know. She kind of it's a I don't know. I just kind of had a thought. I hadn't thought of that before, but but uh, yeah, like that. You're right. She does have aspirations. She does have wants. She wants to do very soft spoken. Yeah, how the hell is she gonna do it? That's the whole question. And I'll say a lot about her her path as an artist and and, and student as as time goes on, but um, it's definitely neat to see that that is part of her that is established here. Yeah. yeah. Well, and they, you know, and she mentions Jim, obviously. And can't she mentions through, Jim. That's what I got right. You know, you got to have that, you know, the meetup, you know. Yep. And and see the that, oh, these these two, these two might end up, to end up together. God, God, I hope they end up together. For a show that has so many long pauses and takes so much time to breathe, they don't waste a lot of time. No. I mean, Mm-mm. to think about, like, I'm going through these notes and I'm thinking about how they establish characters and what they make sure to hit every time. And there's stuff that runs through the whole season, or yep. the whole show, the whole right. series. Which is why I didn't watch it. It would come on all TV all the time when I, you know, in, in the early years, and I, I'd missed out on the start, and I didn't know how to go back and watch it. So, and I knew there was that much nuance to it, and everyone told me that. So that's why I didn't watch it. And that's why it took me so long to see it. Yeah. Because it really does matter that much, even more so than like say Thirty Rock, and we've talked about that. Like. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you can't just come in and you're going to miss a lot. Yeah, a lot of who they were to yeah. le- help you care about who they are. Right. And, 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 I mean, in the next few scenes, just like rapid fire, we've got Dwight and Jim uh, showing their, their relationship with the, the pencils on the desk and stuff. Yes. And the, uh, the yeah. first Dwight talking head where he starts just getting really intense about things. Yeah. It's, uh, well, then the Michael and Pam running man joke is yeah. next. More of that interaction between them, the way that he's sort of like right. picking on her slash yeah. – like. What it's like, um, slash slash? Oh, joke. the running man. That's where yeah, he did the really million, long the six million dollars. Yeah, shut Well, he tries to oscillate between you know absurdist and then authoritarian, which you know totally it rings weird now if you watched it so many times. But you know, but it was you know, and she she kind of recoils back too, which you know she gets out of that quickly. But like her, they kind of wanted to. She definitely started off as very soft spoken and very very, I don't know. Well, she, non-confrontational. And like you say, she was another one who just, they showed that repulsion that he had to the, mm-hmm. to the entire office. And yeah. they just didn't want to be near him. Nope. And, um. You probably smell like beets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ever smell a beet, boys? I try not to. Uh, coming up next, though, is the, uh, first conference room meeting. First yeah. time we get all of the office in the conference room that we're going to see again and again and again. With more of the downsizing. 
Yeah, and that's the the big downsizing discussion. We see the rebuttals. We see from Stanley. Uh huh. Stanley. Because <laughs> he's standing in the good, corner. Good one. The Thank only you. time that Thank he you. for the one and only uh, meeting he's ever standing. Yeah. Professional comedian. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not only like uh, he's engaged. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's like straight up. There's no uh, no crossword. Yeah. No. no yeah. Sans crossword. Lan- no. Late season Stanley wouldn't wouldn't Doesn't put give up a with that fuck. nonsense. Nope. Yeah. They took him from way up here all the way down. Yeah. Even the cold opening where like nobody can like get him to react. Like. Yeah. Yeah. They kind of play that to the hilt. You guys remember Stanley's uh, appearance on that '70s show? I don't. Uh, like the actor theater? Leslie David no, Baker. No, he was a cop. No, he was a janitor at the concert that they were at. Really? Oh. He was cleaning up at the end. Huh. Yeah. I only I only knew of Jenna Fisher's appearance on that seventy show. Not me, folks. It's a TV <laughs> character, I could say it though. <laughs> no, if she I, was. if I were You're speaking right. no. if I, I were speaking yeah. <laughs> But the character was a real, a she real would, uppity snobby type. She would agree. Yeah. He's on his side. Oh yeah. Pranks and on the pranks on Dwight are as much, if not more, for Pam than they are for Jim. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of it's it's his own way of seduction. He's peacocking. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, he, yeah, yeah, he he is. Is. he's hot dogging. Yeah, so for like an everyman, he's di- but he's not like your simple. That's another difference. Like this, he's- this is his adult version of pulling her ponytail and running. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just showing how how fun funny he is. You yeah, know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Building himself up, and and of course, what he's he, like. Look, I have the ability to be silly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't take my to- myself too seriously. Yeah. And why do we want Jim with Pam? Because who do we meet in the very next scene? But Roy. Roy. Shithead from moment one. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, his whole demeanor with her, with them, where they offer to, they invite mm-hmm. him to the the going out for drinks. Right. And yeah. He just yeah. when Jim and him are talking, he's not even looking him in the eye. He's being so no. dismissive. Oh no, no, we, we really got to go, man. Yeah. You know, and making him uncomfortable too at the, at the same time. Well, and then Jim attempts to make a conversation, yeah. and he goes, yeah. "Just tell her I'll be outside." Right. Yep. And just walks away. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. And <laughs> which which leads to one of my favorite. Gym moments in this episode is when, when he, do I think I'll be invited to the wedding? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then just the the utter confusion on his face is just priceless. Yeah. I think like he totally plays that up completely right. Yeah, and well, because <laughs> well, and now we know that he was asked a question about that. The idea that the right. crew yeah. already oh, wants oh, to know more. Right. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Like those interactions. They're already see. picking up on that. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. That's kind of that's one of the wonderful charms about this show is that like. You, you can imagine them asking that question yes. later on and how. Well, yeah, because all they're talking heads is, is their response to a crew uh, question. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's, yeah, exactly. But, like, yeah, just, I never really sort of think about that, though, until I go back and remember it. Yeah. So it's just kind of a, and, it, it works. And those moments, and this is one of the more subtle ones, but all the moments where they really point out that fourth wall or whatever, you know, are fun. Like, there'll be the one later where the cameraman's shaking his head as he, uh, uh, or, or was he dropped the gaze just a little bit when he can't get in the dorm room? No, no, you hear him sigh. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. When he can't get into Jim and Pam's room because they tricked him. Oh, or yeah. Or there's the right, one yeah. where yeah. where the camera guy like gets Pam's attention to show her the baby Ruth thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where Angela uh, gets oh, two baby right. Ruths. Yep. Yep, they're in on and it. she's like, yeah. thank you. <laughs> I couldn't imagine working she's like, so and having you guys see anything. on me all day. <laughs> Oh, my, my brother-in-law had it happen. He was on uh, A&E's, uh, the 
fucking live PD. Really? My brother-in-law's a cop. They were following the Tulsa gang unit, and he was one of the people that was on the show. Oh, wow. He fucking hated it. Mm. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? You're a cop. I imagine you don't like being on camera. Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) Just playing, Danny. (laughs) True that. Well, the next scene, of course... No, that would fucking suck. Oh, yeah. I mean, no matter what your job is, a camera on you all the time. Like, even us, where we, you know... Part of our job is being in front of cameras and being in the public eye. Like, uh-huh. you know, there's definitely a a, a, a finish, <laughs> like where you're done for the day. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I don't want a camera on me ever. <laughs> never, 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 ever. never, ever. <laughs> uh, next scene in the show is, is is one of the most awkward in the episode and really establishes a lot about um, how awkward they're going to get this and how much the people will get hurt from time to time because of him being a jackass. How much are they? Oh, willing, yeah. How much are they willing to push it? Yeah. yeah. And uh, And this is how close he comes to just destroying lives. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Get the curtain. And laughs about it. Uh huh. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) So this is the Pam. uh, They're doing the practical joke on Pam. Michael wants Ryan to play along. Ryan goes silent. Yeah. You know, just because you. That's some of my favorite. What do you do? You're an intern. Yeah. It really. (laughs) Your first day or attempt, not an intern. He's a temp. Yeah. Even even imagine this situation he's in. Yeah. Where he's coming from. He's just like. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> this is so weird. No, he's like, he was in on it, and then it's the look of me, <laughs> just the, yeah. the shaking of his head. Uh huh. And, yeah. and the shame. And, and if you've been there, not for something like that, hopefully, but I've, we've all been there where there's a thing where you want to get that across, but you can't. You like, oh, yeah, where you're like, I was not, a, I, I was not on board for this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was, this was d- I was not consensual. <laughs> And I've I've done those subtle moves to try and get the point across, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's that? Yeah, that little hand move. Shake yeah. your hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shake uh, your uh, shake uh. your hand under your chin, <laughs> as if you're motioning to slice your throat. There as you if go. Say, I not mean. I didn't say <laughs> no. And it's not always convincing, unfortunately. Usually by that point, it's like, uh, it's not always good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and that that scene ends with Jim with Pam saying you're a jerk and storming out. Right, which because he fake fires her. Uh-huh. Yeah, so he actually finally pushes her buttons in the first episode uh-huh. to the to the breaking point, and she stands up to him, and she does, which is not what you would you're expect. You're a jerk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you pu- pushed enough, she'll snap well, back. She and, so yeah, that's a, no, it establishes her. You know, she's not just a complete you know complete peon. Yeah, you know, sure. she does have a spine. Yeah, as hard as it is to come out, which we'll see again and again. That's and what again. she said. You know. Oh. You know, you're right up to where she. Actually, I don't think that made know, sense. Supposed to hit him in the parking lot. Yeah. Oh, that was great. <laughs> I want to hit you. The, I want to hit you really hard in the face. Yeah. <laughs> she goes at the screen. Yeah, she's screaming at his face, uh-huh. totally uh, disrespecting him. Like, only took seven, what, six seasons? Seven seasons? Yeah. Let me be clear. Yeah. I don't give a shit about your happiness. Exactly. Uh. Uh, so yeah. and then it was all—it was a weird timing with Roy. I was like, sorry to cut in, no, um, but uh, you know, Roy kind of just huff, you know, he just goes off and like, tell our capture later or something. Like he's gonna leave almost, that but he's but he's just going back to his car. So I don't know, like, yeah. if he just just stays down there the whole time, and then all of a sudden you, know, you hear the the honking, and I don't know, it was just a weird time lapse to me, and I kind of forgot about him for a minute. Yeah, I, I, I and I maybe I wanted to forget about him because he sucks so much. Well, it is. It's a few minutes later, and a bunch of stuff happens along the way because yeah. we, we have because the Jim and Roy scene is uh, earlier, and then we have the um, yeah the the Pam and the yeah the practical the fake, joke. Fi- fake firing. So that's such an intense scene that even even if it is just a few minutes, it separates everything. Yeah, you know, by by Seems yards. like a lot has happened. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
We get a little bit from Michael, then a good talking head as we're getting towards the end of the episode, That's talking true. about his uh, inspiration, how much he loves his staff, is talked about there, mm-hmm. which is a sort of as much of a silver lining as we're going to get with Michael in this first episode. He's not redeemable in this first episode, but he does. you do establish what is good about him. However, yeah, I, I'm, glad, I'm glad they added that in at the end because yeah. like after kind of just, you know, it's a funny scene, but it is a harsh scene with Pam. Especially, like, oh, especially right yeah, after that scene. Exactly. They oh, yeah. kind of establish him like, you know, he's not a complete douchebag. Show him his worst. You know, yeah. Bring it back. And as, you know, as, you know, as self-aggrandizing as the whole speech is, like, you know, he means well, but yeah. he's an idiot. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, but the whole Guatemalan, um, he made that his own. I mean, and they took that. That was from the British one, too, but he totally took that and ran with it. And, yeah. Oh, gosh, I love it. Well, that's even the deadpan. He sucked at the end. Like he sucked. (laughs) Didn't work out though. He sucked. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's 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 a nice redeeming little end to it, and kind of gives us a relief after the crying and shouting and stuff. And then uh, once again, telling us exactly who they want us to care about. We're going to end the episode on Jim and Pam. With, uh, with Roy right in the middle of it, uh-huh. you know, and establishing, you know, if if you didn't know these two liked each other before, you do now. Yeah. And there's your problem right in the middle because he interrupts their conversation and she takes off. Even uh-huh. though I always thought kind of it's weird. Like, it almost seems like she, she was going to go with him somewhere. Like, because they it hit, seemed like it was they was they were going to go out and do something. Yeah. Because she's sort of flustered and not she just, you know, doesn't want to let him know, I guess, that she's upset. Yeah. And then, and then all of a sudden, like, oh yeah, my boyfriend, my fiance, actually, I gotta go. And then that's it. And uh, Jim makes a little hand wave moment <laughs> later, breaking and, the fourth wall. Yeah, well, one yeah, one more time. And and it, it's heartbreaking. Like they really establish how much like just. I don't think it's considered breaking the fourth wall in this situation if it's a mockumentary. Yeah, it doesn't even apply. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's already broken, I guess. Yeah, it's yeah. He's totally. <laughs> um, he's totally uh, just sort of kind of deflated, but just. Resigned. Yeah. He's but, resigned. But then immediately it snaps into what he does have going for him, which is pranking people around him. And yeah. we don't and see a lot of better? Michael pranks. No, but... That's not a huge thing. That's no. true. You don't. And but, but we get the world's best boss mug in, in Jello itself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he gets his comeuppance, kind of, so to speak. Not really, but kind of. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then they and then they do the, the little over... Um, the. You know, they reprise the, the main the main theme. Yeah, it's just sort of silly. So feels weird when you watch it. It's, it's just a weird little dinky melody. You know, the cute little it's version. A, it's a pilot thing. It's yeah, like yeah. kind of wrapping it up. Well, you know, they didn't do that in the British version, though. I don't think. I don't didn't think so. Do what? Did they did they do that at the end? Like they like, well, does he like when he's when he when he shows him? He's like, come on. He, they follow him to Michael's office and he puts in the does in Tim the Jello in? and then they play. They're playing the theme behind it. They play a weird little thing. Oh, boom, no, Dorothy version so. of the theme song. Yeah. Yeah, it's sort of like until next time. <laughs> That's kind of like I like. And oh, same like, office time, same office channel. <laughs> and they don't play a lot of music in any of the episodes, you know, no. outside of uh, the no. Jim and Jim's headphones and stuff and, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and, and Dwight's, you know, heavy metal well, love and, and in, uh, in his car. I think that's to really illustrate the uh, the you know how mundane it is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and. Yeah. Uh, then, uh, but you know, good episodes as pilot go, pilots go. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. You, I was going to say the, 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 the that little silly fun song playing is immediately followed by the silent credits. Yes. Which, which was, lasted till season four. Uh huh. And it, really, it, yep. In itself, that's uh, it was it was a powerful. In the statement. original run, in the original, run. I think I think on Netflix. Oh yeah. Now uh, I think 
I need to go back and look at that. Netflix, but. the first few seasons are all silent. Are they yeah. all yeah. first three? All, oh, yeah. First three. Okay. Yeah. But uh, uh. Uh, they do add the music, and, and and but and that's such a British Office thing. Well, I guess the British Office had a great end song too, and that's why you got the lyrics and whatnot. But uh, the it was the same song from the beginning, mm-hmm. just yeah. like uh, the, just yeah. an instrumental d- version. Yeah. Or I think the beginning was instrumental. Yes. The vocals yeah. were at the end. You're right. Yes. Like yes. The end one. And yeah. maybe that was their thought behind doing that on the pilot. Like yeah. they kind of did it in their own way. But. but the, yeah. the the idea of that silence being used was a, an idea that I think comes from the, the British office originally, and we see it a lot. And they, mm-hmm. they kept that, even as they lost a lot of those taking the moments to breathe and, and, and using silence in the scenes. As that trimmed down in these next few seasons, they kept that silent credits in, at least for, you know. for Yeah, those first three. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty neat. You know, it's an interesting thing that stuck around because it still does. I don't know. It, it, to me, it's always a cool way to end that episode. Yeah. To end an episode. Because <laughs> it's almost like you get that moment to just think about it. Yep. You know? Yep. And uh, the show is a show that deserves to be thought about a little bit because all sorts of interesting sure. stuff happens and it's characters interact. and. Yeah, they do. It's kind of a deadpan know. ending, I guess. That's they the like way talk I think to each it, other like, and stuff. Okay, it's over. And then <laughs> kind of that awkward silence until you're just like, what did I just watch? Yeah, or until the trumpet sounds. <laughs> or just that right. awkward feeling you have after you end an awkward conversation right, with someone right. in real life. You're sort of like uh-huh. left there just kind of looking like, like downwards. Oh, fuck, I got I to gotta go find someone else to talk to. Just need to breathe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Find yeah. a different room. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so and uh, the episode didn't do real well. It got mm-hmm. mediocre ratings. Yeah, A lot of people... Uh, Said it was just sort of a lame version of a British show, and yeah, it did. You know, I think there were there were a few people that saw the mer- saw some merit into it, yeah. merit in it. But well, I mean, obviously, if it got picked up, yes, yeah. <coughs> there was enough yeah. positive feedback for five more episodes. Five more. Yeah, and which uh, six months you said? Six months. Yeah, six months so later was two? the until Diversity Day. Yeah, episode two. Eleven point two million people watched the pilot first time it aired, so that's pretty wow. cool. That is pretty you know? cool. Yeah, I just mean. Neat to think that this, I don't know, it's always neat to think what these things launch and what they become, you know, mm, like how right. many people were actually there for the beginning. It's nice know? to know that many people wanted to, you know, give it a shot. Yeah. The start. I kind of like to know what the numbers were on the second one. Yeah, we will. We'll, we'll look at that next time. Yeah. <laughs> Stick around. For as long as we Good uh, one. Good one. make it work, we're going to try a little game. Sure. We're going to try some office trivia. Hey, um, all right. And I think. Hit me. Actually. Yeah. I'm going to win. Oh, yeah? I don't know. All right. Well, so so you're going to bring the questions, well, Brian. Okay, I'll and, bring the questions. And uh, Zampino and I will will give it a battle it out. We'll show well, whoever whoever says it first wins. Who battle has the, to the death? Um, how, is that how we want to do it? Or do you want to? I mean, we should figure out a do, way. Do you want to meet us in each one? <laughs> I guess slam, um, we got to slam the table, like um, Stanford, Connecticut. No, uh, just hmm. say your name into the microphone, and then he'll say whoever said it first. Okay. Okay. So you say Hilton, and I'll say. Oh, Zampino. that's good. That's good. Oh, that's okay. good. So you get his crap. I almost fucked that up. <laughs> no, I think I think you're onto something there. I like it. Okay. Question number one: What Simpsons character is seen sitting amongst the office? Zampino. Yes. It's Marge. Nope. Hilton. Don't. Yes. It's Bart. Nope. Hilton again? Yes. It's Homer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I knew it was either Homer or Bart. That's why I couldn't answer. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hilton's up one nothing. Number two. How long have Roy and Pam been engaged? Zampino. Hilton. Uh, three years. Zampino. You got it. Yeah. We also would have accepted about three years. About three years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because, because, by the, because, yeah, I know. I almost went that way, but we didn't talk about <laughs> it. With, with saying that many years, and then that sort of like hopeful 
time ahead. <laughs> they really just established that one right off the bat. Yeah, that just like this hurt. might not ever happen. Well, yeah. just saying about says it all. Yeah, because yeah. it's been so long that she doesn't even remember. Yeah. Right. And, and 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 then at a later point, she has a toaster that doesn't work anymore. So that's really yeah. freaking sad too. Don't do it, ladies. Um, Tied up. Uh, <laughs> last question. All right. Tie, tiebreaker. All right. What year is Dwight's Corvette? Zampino. Zampino. Yes. In the original no, original episode, original episode seventy eight. Ding! Zampino wins. <laughs> Sorry, nice. I, I, very good. I almost brought it up when we were talking about that earlier, but. I decided to keep it in. Just, no. That's a good tiebreaker. Because, yeah, yeah, later when he meets Andy, he tells him it's an 87. Yeah, so that's weird. <sighs> Only Dwight really knows. And it, it's true. It, it's, <laughs> I think 87 is more accurate. I think you're right, too. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Like body style? I, I don't know. We'll have to look it up. Maybe we can have uh, do some comparative uh, Googling. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> there, there, is, there is a page out there that shows, <laughs> literally shows, like, the different cars they all drive. And oh, they okay. talk about it. Oh, well, there we go. So oh, that's funny. Oh. I'm just remembering that now. Because they talk about her... Pam's uh, blue Toyota at one point. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 The Yaris. Oh. <laughs> is that when Roy goes out to talk to her about That's when he gets the and, new, Yeah. Oh, yeah, God. And he says the line that is so awkwardly worded to me. Oh, yeah. He says, you're not, you're not still <laughs> driving so fast, are you? <laughs> what? Yeah. You're not still driving so fast. Yeah. It sounds, huh? like, it, it, it sounds like someone who doesn't know how to talk to someone would talk. That Mm. That's one of those that bothers me purely because it made it through so many people to be on screen that I nobody th- thought, you know what? Why what? don't we have him reword the sentence? You don't You're not that. still driving too fast, I, are you? I, I think I think it's sort of my guess is they wanted to use it to establish kind of his he's more of a I don't know, fatherly figure or an authoritarian figure over her. It's the only way he knows how but to But he's also and that's, stupid. That's, and that's the only way that's the only way he knows how to make conversation. Well, he can't make conversation with her and you know maybe it's just an awkwardness to it. Yeah. There is. The high school well, sweetheart. He, he a big old dummy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, she she fell for the football player, you know. Yeah, this uh, dumb jock. Yeah, she was the outcast artsy fartsy girl. Like, you know, actually I never really saw that happen in high school now that I think about it. Yeah. Oh no, because yeah. it didn't. No, no maybe in a smaller, a smaller Scranton suburb. Scranton perhaps. High, maybe. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Let's make that show. Oh my God, a prequel, prequel to oh. the Office. It's gonna happen, oh, wow. folks. Where they're all at what Bayside, a, Bayside High, Scranton what, High. What? What a revelation for a first podcast. We, I like it. Do we call it uh, Pam and Roy or Ram? We, Ram. Ram. It's or, a Ram <laughs> situation. Or a poi. A poi. Oh, God. Ooh, I like that. Oh, so man. it's either I'm, a fish or I just it's a jumped ram. off board. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone plaid. <laughs> so anything so, you uh, want to you know add anything? Um no, I think I'm I think I'm good. I think we covered it pretty well. Michael, any thoughts about the pilot you want to add? I liked it. It's a solid I say, uh, episode. I would, I, would, I would yeah, I it's solid, especially as far as pilots go. I well, think I think it's definitely solid. And even for as different as it is from what comes later, it's just such a great take. It establishes characters interestingly. It's such it's well done television. I laugh. I mean, it's better than the Seinfeld pilot. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Because I actually, I mean, there's parts that I laugh out loud at it still, and I've seen it. Okay. And the Seinfeld one, eh, it's we, okay. We should compare each episode to the comparable Seinfeld episode. You probably shouldn't. No, we nah. Shouldn't. That'd be weird to like suddenly like have Seinfeld fans hate us. Every episode would be like three and a half please, hours. Please don't. That's true. Please, <laughs> true. please don't hate me, y'all. I love Seinfeld. Yeah, and, uh, I love Seinfeld too. <laughs> and if you, uh, you know, thanks so much for listening to us and, and checking out the podcast. We we, yeah. we we will have email and whatnot set up very soon, and we will let you know how to reach us then. Otherwise, you can find uh, 
Uh, find us on on channel four and a half dot com and 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 Michael, you know anywhere else offhand or? Uh, yeah, some plugage. Some. You want some, to, oh, you want to do a plugs? Plug? We don't know when this is coming out, do we? Whenever, oh, yeah. whenever, call. yeah. It could, could, it could we'll leave you in suspense. Uh, but if you look for Michael Zampino on Facebook, yeah, absolutely, you, follow you me on Facebook and uh, come see me live. Come see Hilton live. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, listen to Channel Four and a Half shows. Listen yeah. to Opinions Like A Holes. Yeah. If you like pro wrestling, listen to Styling and Profiling with Cam and Zam. Yeah, with Cam <laughs> Porter, very funny guy. That's also right. Comedian here in town. Yep. Listen to the Laundry Room if you like uh, Landry Miller and his wacky shenanigans. Yeah, he's a super fun guy, and uh, hopefully we'll be back with Lost Sock Podcast new season. Well, that would be great. We'll have a good soon. one. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. We'll have a good one. Well, that's, a, that's our improv shenanigans show. Yeah, nice. It's fun. Well, thank that you for fun. being our first guest. Yeah, ah, my pleasure. Thank I'm glad you. to be here. Cool. Yeah. It was fun. Appreciate this is it. my favorite show. Nice. Brian, Brian, you ready? Can we do this? Let's do this. All right. Well, thank you that's so fun. much. No problem. Thank uh, you. You're uh, welcome. On behalf of Brian, my name is Hilton Price. Thank you for joining us for People Persons Paper Podcast. Next week, Larry Wilmore. Yeah. Yes. Channel four and a half. <laughs>